Hey guys, it's Melissa here from Reiki with Melissa. So when I was meditating and trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about today, what I was guided to was that there are many of you out there who are, you have a lot of decisions to make in your life and you're allowing fear to come in and interrupt that decision-making process. And so either you're just not making a decision and you're not moving Or you make a decision and then you spend the next several weeks really like tossing and turning over this decision and playing around in your mind like what you want to do, which is the same thing as allowing fear to come into your life. So I wanted to talk to you today about being confident in your decisions, using your intuition, and not allowing fear to overtake you and get in the way, causing you to make the wrong decision. Because I can't tell you how many times in life people will make the wrong decision. And even though I've said before that you can't make a wrong decision, what I mean is we have choices and we're still going to get to our destination. But sometimes we delay our own progress because we allow fear to be a part of the decision-making process. And when we do that, we are delaying our abundance because we're taking a different path. And sometimes we end up having to go through more lessons on that path. And if we had just chosen to make the decision from love from the first place, we wouldn't have to go through all of the tests we have to go through. It's like we didn't pass the initial test of confidence in ourself and our decision making and so we had to go through other tests along the way because I really feel like everything in our life is a test it's a test of whether or not we have confidence in ourself if we love ourselves if we're gonna let fear take over we're gonna let our ego go in I really do feel like all of these things are just testing us sometimes to to see like how are we gonna respond Because that's a part of being human. We have free will. We can respond any way we want to. And on any given day, your decision might be different. One day, you may be feeling really good and positive, and so you might have decided one way. And another day, your emotions are all over the place, and you don't feel so good about the decision, so you make the wrong decision. Or you make a decision, and it maybe wasn't from a place of the most positive energy. So how do you make a decision and ensure that the decision you're making is going to be for your highest good? That's the question. And I think we all go through this every day of our lives. And here's the thing. We have so much conditioning going on that we don't even realize that's causing us to make these decisions. People around us, our parents, our friends, they all like to tell us how we should or shouldn't behave, right? They like to put their two cents in. Which, you know, a lot of people think they're doing you good. The problem is they're not you and they don't have to live with your consequences. You're the only one that has to live with them. So I always say, if you have to make a decision, I I don't consult other people. I mean, honestly, I know sometimes we need advice, but you're going to get advice that that person would do for themselves, not you. And they don't know your situation. So while you can ask others for advice, take 
into consideration the fact that they're giving you advice based on them, not you. And ultimately, they're not the ones that have to live with your decision. You are. So if you're making a decision based on something your parents told you or your friends told you or whatever, that might not be the best thing for you. People mean well, but they don't know the intricacy or details of the situation. They don't know what's really going on, and they don't know what's for your highest good. I know a lot of people will claim that they do, but I'm here to tell you that they don't. Only your soul knows what's for your highest good. Sometimes we don't even know that ourselves. I mean, we know it, but we don't go in and use our intuition. We rely on our brains and our ego and logic. And that doesn't mean we're necessarily going to do what's for our highest good because we don't, we haven't tapped into that intuition. Our soul knows what its journey is supposed to be. And sometimes we get in the way of that. We try to control everything, even though our soul knows what to do. We overthink it, we get in the way, and then we cause detours. So what I want to talk to you about today is how to rely on that intuition. One of the things that you have to be able to do is to take your emotions out of it. This is not an easy thing to do, but you remember how I said one day you might feel one way about the situation and then another day you can feel the total opposite way? Well, that's kind of a problem, right? Because then you're imbalanced and you're not thinking about this in a clear way because your emotions are all over the place. And honestly, when you have a big decision, that's usually the case. We're all over the dang place. One minute, we're all ready to jump in and we want to do whatever the thing is. And the next minute, we're terrified and we're like, Ned's going to ruin my life. You know, and sometimes we're just kind of in between. But usually we have polar opposites. Like one day, I'm ready to do this. The next day, I don't want to talk about it. So you have to make sure that you are not letting your emotions get the best of you. You're not making a decision based on emotion because that's not a good place to make a decision. The other thing you need to remember is that we need to be completely centered energetically and grounded when we're making decisions because when we make decisions and we're not that, we're not going to be in touch with our higher self. It's so easy for white noise to come in and that can be people giving you advice, your emotions getting in the way, all kinds of things come in and get in the middle and then you just don't even know what to do and you become this person that's just like so inconsistent and that's not how you want to be, especially if you're making a super important decision. So one of the things you need to do is to make sure that you clear your energy whenever you're going to make an important decision. Clear your energy. And you may be saying, I don't know how to do that. So I'm going to tell you how to do that. I'm so glad you're listening because this is what I do for a living. I help clear people's energy. So I'm excited to tell you how you can do this. Now, when I do this, it's on a much deeper level and we're actually clearing years and years of past gunk But for now, we really just want to clear our current energy and make sure we're very balanced. So one of the ways that you can do that is to 
meditate, you're going to get into a very quiet place and you'll take a deep breath in. In fact, take a couple of nice deep cleansing breaths and imagine that, and you're going to call this in too. I always say a little prayer beforehand and I ask that God, archangels, ascended masters, angels, and guides would be with me and help me to clear my space and my energy for my highest good. And that I would be able to hold this container of energy with me throughout my day. So you want to imagine that there's a white light coming down from the top of your head. And that as this light is moving down throughout your entire body, it's clearing you of all energy that is not serving you. So any toxic energies. And you can even imagine that this is all going out through your body, all the way down, out through the bottoms of your feet. And in the morning, you can do this in the shower. A lot of people will do this exercise in the shower and they imagine, they visualize that the water coming out of the shower head is that light. And that as that water is hitting your body, it is releasing you of toxins. It is washing you of that negative energy that you are carrying with you. Because believe it or not, you might think, oh, I'm great, I'm fine, it's, you know, I don't have bad energy. You can pick up bad energy anywhere. And just going about your day, you're going to pick up energy from people. You're going to pick up energy from your coworkers. If you go to the store, you'll pick up energy from the people there. That is why people who are empaths or have abilities find it so hard to go out because you just end up picking up on anyone else's energy and you have to clear yourself of that because it collects They'll cling to you like the lone sock that clings to your shirt because you didn't put any static cling stuff in the wash. You know what I mean? So you get all of that just kind of attracted to you. So you want to clear yourself of that. You can do that either by that shower visualization and do it in the morning, or you can do it just by meditating and visualizing that white light coming down through you and clearing your energy and holding that space with that energy. So you want to make sure that your energy is cleared. You might also want to ground yourself. You can do that by going outside in nature and like putting your feet on Mother Earth. So walking outside barefoot. Of course, if it's the winter time, you maybe maybe you can't do that. Uh, I know here most of the time it's too cold to go out and do that. But that's another thing you can do. Or if you own any crystals, crystals also help clear your energy. Uh, clear quartz crystal does. There's so many, actually. You can just do a Google search of crystals that clear your energy, and you may have some. And most of them are pretty inexpensive to buy online if you like to have them, and they're pretty. And just be careful because it's like an addiction. You buy one, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm buying more crystals. And people are like, why are you buying all of those crystals? And you can't explain it's an addiction, but, yeah, it becomes an addiction. So, anyway. So those can clear your energy. You can sage yourself. So if you have sage at home or Palo Santo, you can burn some and put it all around you to clear that energy space. And then I want you to imagine that you're in a very loving and healing vortex. So this, if you will imagine a vortex would be almost like I would picture like a tornado all around me, except it's made of light and sparkly light. And this is holding that energy where 
only good, positive, high vibrating energy is inside and outside the negative energy cannot penetrate through that vortex. So you're keeping yourself inside of that. And then whatever decision it is that you have to make, I want you to bring yourself to that space where you are in this loving, healing vortex where no bad energy can get in, where you're completely grounded and balanced. And then ask your question, what is the decision? Can you get more guidance? You know, the more you practice these things, the better you're going to get at them and the more you're going to hear and the more you're going to get and the more you're going to know. The thing is, everyone has some psychic abilities. It's just we all stopped using them when we were little. You know, how many of you had an imaginary friend when you were little? Chances are that was probably your spirit guide or even a departed loved one that you talked to. But people always tell you, oh, you're just seeing things. So we are conditioned as we grow older to stop seeing things that aren't there. And so we block off this ability. So it's going to take practice to get this back. But everyone has this ability. And you might know people who say, well, I just feel like sometimes I just know the right thing to do. Well, that's your intuition and you're connecting to your higher self and anybody can do it. So it just takes some practice to do that. So get into that habit of doing that exercise where you clear your energy where you imagine yourself in this beautiful vortex and take a few deep cleansing breaths while you're in it and feel just the lightness and the peace within. And then you can ask your questions. And for me, it always pops into my head like a thought. You know, sometimes I hear things like I'll hear a word, but most of the time it just pops into my head like it's a thought and I know that I'm connecting to source and to my intuition. So... You can practice doing that, but that's the place where you really need to ask for guidance and to make your decisions, not from being emotionally all over the place and not allowing fear to come in and stop you from doing what you want to do. When you get into that space of being balanced, fear is not going to take over and you're not going to do what's easiest or what causes the least resistance because you're going to actually listen to your higher self. So I would encourage you to start getting into the habit of doing that whenever you have decisions to make. So before we go, I wanted to pull two cards for you. I just like having messages for the day. And I know not everybody owns any cards, but they're great because you can just pull yourself a daily message and it just gives you a little bit of inspiration. So the first one that I pulled for you is from the Kuan Yin Oracle deck by Alana Fairchild. And this is such a beautiful deck. And the, the card is called the Amaryllis Lute. It says, you are growing fast and leaving fear behind. When your vibration changes, so too does your life. It is safe and loving for you to release that which no longer feels right for you. No matter how important it was in your old life, it might not have the same place in your new life. Accept healing change now. So I love that because I think it really does resonate with what we were talking about because fear is what causes us to hold on to things we don't need and when we're making our decisions out of fear we're not letting go of things that aren't serving us we tend to hold on I don't know why we want to hold on to things but it's just safe I guess or it's easy I guess easy is the word because 
if you're in a relationship and you want to change that, it takes a lot of work and it's hard work and you may hurt someone and you don't want to do that. So it's just easier to go with the flow. And even if you're not happy and a lot of people do that and I really hate to see that because no one should be miserable. All right. So the next card I pulled from you for you, not from you is, uh, Healing with the Angels Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue, and it is study. And this may be a specific message for somebody because maybe somebody is deciding, and maybe that's the decision that they have to make, is whether or not to take a course or go back to school. And if this is something that you've been wrestling with, I feel like maybe this is a message for you. It says, you are engaged in learning and study right now. Your angels guide you to take time to read, listen, and grow. And so it says also that it's an important time for you to learn new ideas or skills. Perhaps you feel guided to enroll in a class, and this card confirms that feeling. If you are currently enrolled or attending school, the angels ask you to continue. Sometimes when we are in a learning phase of our life, we become anxious to test our new knowledge. Instead of learning, we want to apply what we've learned. However, timing is everything, and this card guides you not to rush into action. Instead, enjoy the process of learning. The growth that accompanies an educational experience is enjoyable if we remind ourselves to stay focused on the here and now moment. So, you're thinking about taking a course developing your skills, gaining new knowledge, what is it that you're thinking about doing? Because it kind of seems like spirit is guiding you and saying, hey, we have your back. We feel like this is definitely something you need to do. Look into it and also enjoy the process. Because you know what? As an adult, learning can be very fun. When you're young, we have to take classes that we don't necessarily choose. But when you're an adult, you get to take classes that you really like and want in order to improve yourself. So what is it that you would love to learn? And I say go for it, okay? So I hope that that was helpful for you guys. And remember to continue to look out for my Facebook Lives, trying to keep them consistent by doing them on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Sometimes that fluctuates because of my schedule, and it will usually be 7 p.m. Central Time. I do card readings on the first day, usually on Tuesdays, and guided meditations on Wednesdays, but I also still pull cards for people. So if you show up at the live, I will pick a few people to read cards for. If you are watching it on the replay, I will select a few lucky viewers. If you type replay or leave me a message letting me know that you watched it on the replay, I will also select some people. And I really, really have enjoyed doing that and connecting with you all. And I'm so super thankful for you as listeners. You guys are awesome. And I am so blessed to be able to do what I do. And I I thank you so much for that. And if you're interested in any of the services that I offer, Reiki, coaching, uh, card reading, or in my course online, it's an automated course. So you just log in to my course and you do this course on your own and it is self-paced so if it takes you a year to do it it does it's only 23 daily lessons now i added another lesson um plus resources there to help you covering topics from 
breaking through those blocks to abundance from love and money to setting healthy boundaries to what a healthy relationship looks like to self-love all of those things everything that you need to improve your daily life and to grow spiritually so check that out and i have payment plans i love you guys i hope you have a fabulous day and we'll talk to you again soon bye bye